Oh no, Kyle. It happened again. What happened, Mike? Shrinkage. (laughs) Oh no. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. This is Gayish. Hey, Kyle. Hey, Mike. Do you hear about this Aziz Aziz Ansari thing? Yeah, I hear he's starring in a new sitcom called Parks and Rec. That's like 10 years ago. Ah, shit. Sorry. Stop getting my news from uh, IBM computer. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, uh, I did hear about this story. And it actually gave me like this kind of reminder of what we talked about in our episode about consent. So I had kind of this rush of like, you know, relating, understanding, sympathizing with this story. So for people who haven't heard, what's the like synopsis? Yeah, I want to try to present the information as fairly as possible. Um, There was an article written. We are fair and balanced, just so everyone knows. (laughs) Fox isn't using it anymore. We can. <laughs> Did they really stop using it? I think so. Oh, that's that's the most fair thing they've done. <laughs> so there was an article uh, that came out in Babe called I Went on a Date with Aziz Ansari. It turned into the worst night of my life. And it Have I heard of Babe before? Uh, little Pig grew up to work <laughs> as a newspaper editor, started his own magazine, and really big success. Okay. He's pulls pulls himself up by his bootstraps, his little pig bootstraps, ironically made out of crocodile. So the story goes, I would recommend reading it um, to form your own opinion about it. The story goes into detail that appears to be researched and confirmed, but it's from an anonymous woman uh, named Grace that named, nicknamed or pseudonamed uh, Grace. Um, that talks about her date, her sexual experience with Aziz Ansari. And, you know, she talks about him being pushy uh, during that, doing things she wasn't comfortable with. Um, She talks about him licking her pushy. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently he did that without without being asked. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Um, uh, uh, and, okay, I need to get back on <laughs> to this Titanic towards the right iceberg. Um, and, and, you know, she gave verbal and nonverbal cues that she wasn't into this. And yeah, and I guess I should also say that when I say that she like alleges or she says this, I completely believe her experience and you know, believe it's true and glad she's like bringing this conversation forward because it's an important one. Um, some people, it's getting a very mixed reaction. Yeah. Uh, some people believe that she is a victim of sexual assault, that it was clear that she was not into it, that, you know, he should have known that. Other people believe uh, he could not have, through what she said and did, been aware of that she wasn't interested in it um so a couple other pieces i would highly suggest not only reading the article but reading voices of other women who are writing about this there everyone's talking about barry weiss wrote a new york times article called aziz ansari is is guilty of not being a mind reader and an article i really like is anna north wrote an article for vox not fox vox important distinction they're very unbalanced um so a couple other resources to read women's perspectives on this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so one thing that I find really interesting about this whole situation is he released a statement basically confirming that, yeah, they hooked up and defending himself, but without 
saying that she was making it up or that she was full of it. He, he, you know, in a way, you know, validated like, yeah, that this, that we had a sexual encounter and we came away with, I, like I didn't realize or whatever. Yeah. Like it's, it's like two people have the exact same experience and, and walk away. One walks, so like walks away crying because of how horrible it is. One thinks they had a sexual night, you yeah. know, and, and didn't realize anything was wrong. And I like what especially reminded me about it's episode 19 is our episode about consent. Yep. Why didn't we do episode 18 was consent? Um, it, it's 19 in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> For our Canadian listeners. <laughs> um, but, you know, I remember both of us talking about our experiences with men. And I think that, well, I don't know that it's healthy to compare different forms of, I don't know what I want to call it, but like, um, you know, I was far less vocal. It seems like you were far less vocal than she was both physically and verbally in. So I'm not trying to say that our experiences were identical to hers, but each of us said like, we hated this experience. And I think I said like this guy, the guy that I hooked up with, he had to have known it wasn't the like a great experience. You mm-hmm. said the person that you were with probably didn't, even see you as a person. So probably didn't even care that you yeah. had a horrible experience. Yep. Something I noticed when I read both accounts, neither of them claim that she said the word no. And it's interesting, right? Because I think that, that girls are raised to not say no, yeah. that it means that they're, they're bad or doing something wrong or they're a tease or they're going to, I like, there's a lot of pressure there. Yeah. And men are raised that if they don't say no, it's okay, which it's not like, mm-hmm. In both cases, they're sort of the victim of how we raise boys and we raise girls. And that's what really needs to change. Like, yeah. I, I appreciate the Me Too movement. And there's some pretty deep cultural things that need to change from childhood at work here. Yeah, yeah, 100%. That's what I really like about Anna North's uh, article on Vox, which talks about, it's a little bit less of like, whose side am I on? And more of this is an uncomfortable conversation that speaks to how we culturally raise men and women yeah you know a thing i fucking hate is when people say well she should have just left she should have just said no because i have been in a scenario where i didn't say no and i'm not saying it's his fault particularly in my scenario but to say that you should just leave or you should just say no is just an oversimplification of uh like partly i have some fucked up things that i need to work out about my Mm. confidence and my ability to Value. be assertive, my, yeah, my self-worth. So like everyone has a range of just because you are confident enough to stand up for yourself doesn't mean that other people have that same degree or are even taught as a child, that same degree of confidence and assertiveness, Yeah, particularly as gay. Like, yeah, like you don't grow up saying like, you're a fucking gay, go out and be you and be confident. Like, right, right. Does it make me a bad person that I end up feeling bad for both of them? I, 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 yes. Okay. Got it. No, 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 no. I know. I'm, (laughs) I actually feel similarly and I don't know how to say that in the right way that like validates her experience and that she said things that like, I wouldn't want you to force me 
or I wouldn't want to feel forced. Well, that's not a no. If anyone like even talks about feeling forced, like right. that's a sign. Right. And yeah. So like, it's uh, like, I think he was overly aggressive about his sexual moves and his, that encounter. And yes, technically people will say she should have said no, but that also ignores the, like being in a situation. Like we both talked about feeling powerless in a situation. Someone else had power over us. That was not, it wasn't because they were famous or because they held a job in, in front of us or because they, you know, were richer than us or any of that. But like, you know, in your case, you were physically trapped without that person. You were stranded. Yep. If you didn't have him for me, I, walked into you know this is my doing i walked into something that i where i didn't know this person and felt like my safety was at risk yep so well i don't want to like negate our like we put ourselves in those scenarios it's not as easy just to say just like walk out of there right no totally totally i feel like i haven't talked too much about me too because i think it's about listening to the women that are bringing that up and that's that's really important and something that we as men can't understand. What I could relate to about it is in the gay community, what I realized is like some form of assault, harassment, unwilling, unwelcome advances like that is, I think, pretty pervasive in the gay community. Yeah. Do you you agree? Go to any gay bar at 2 a.m. in Washington State when the bars closed and are, are closing yeah. and you can see the things that happened there. Yeah. Like, yeah. Some of them consensual for sure. I think, yeah, you walk through a gay bar and you'll get your ass slapped and you won't know who did it. Um, it was on your birthday that there was a guy like kind of like touching a lot of people in our group and he grabbed my crotch mm. and I, when I get uncomfortable laugh. So like, I just kind of laughed and that wasn't like, you know, that's not the same as like being raped or something, but like there is some level of harassment that I think yeah. is just, I don't know. I think it's just what we expect out of the, the gay community. And I think it, the gay community you know, needs to go through its own sort of revolution, a similar one that says like that actually, just because that's what we've done does not mean that's how it should be. Yeah, no, for sure. Absolutely. Why do you think it's like that? Why do you think the gay community is like that? I mean, I, I think a lot of this is regardless of gender, how human beings react to aggressive male sexuality Hmm. and like there are a lot of bottoms or femme guys or just submissive guys Mm -hmm. who you know they have all of the privilege of being a man don't get me wrong the 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 privilege that comes with being a man but i think that they also struggle with a very similar just what is the right human reaction to aggress being the object of aggressive male sexuality yeah I also weirdly think, I don't know if this is weird to say, I feel like particularly if someone, if it were an older gay person, like 50s, 60s, Mm -hmm. um, that I would feel such a level of respect and the fact that I couldn't understand what they went through and you like, I'm so grateful for people like them existing when they did that I might allow things that I wouldn't otherwise allow because that's mm. what I owe them. Interesting. Just me? I don't know. I don't know. Not you though. I'm struggling with my age right now, so like Oh. 
I don't know. Part of me is just like, okay, like you've been through so much. You've done so much for our community. You slap my ass. Like, fine. Like, fine. Right. That's right. what you like, you yeah. know, if yeah. that's what you get from me. But that, I, like, I realize that's not a, a healthy way. You've been through so much. So I'll let this slide. Yeah. yeah. Right um, down my ass. <laughs> I was, I was also going to say, that like in the fraternity, when I when I help out with the fraternity, we're mm-hmm. always telling those barely men, they're boys in a lot of ways, right? College freshmen, sophomores, that kind of thing. We're always telling them to seek consent, seek consent, be sure that there is consent. Mm-hmm. I think that the gay community and women both could learn to give consent also, right? Like there's something about the get consent, get consent, get consent that even that sort of reinforces the, the man is the one that's on one side of the equation. Mm. Oh, Um, like that means that they need to go after it. It's like the, like you are the pursuer. So get it. Yeah. Yeah. And that we need to have a culture of not only seeking consent, but also giving consent. Yeah. Like even in a hookup where I was super into it and it was super fun, I didn't say, yes, I would really like to have sex with you. I also think like, yeah, generally because we don't teach anything about, you know, anything to, we like, we don't always even teach straight sex education, (laughs) but like, so we definitely don't teach any gay education. Like, so even if, you know, men, boys grow up learning, you need to get consent from a woman. Even that's more than gay men will ever hear about what they need to do to give consent because the women are the ones that are, you know, hey, women, like, protect your virginity. And, you know, like, the, like there are a lot of, you know, of course, fucked up messages that women get. But, like, gay men don't get any of that. They're told you need to get consent from the woman you hook up with. So how does that relate to me getting fucked? I have no idea. Right. No one has taught me about what that means and that I need to give consent. And, you know, the like, it's that assumption of straightness that can harm gay boys growing up and they never learn anything about it. Nobody taught you, but you're real good at it. <laughs> about me, about bottoming? Getting railed. But yeah. Whatever. Yeah. No, I'm really not. <laughs> I'm really, really not. <laughs> yeah. And I think especially because if all you're learning about anal sex is from porn. Oh, my God. You just drop a dick in there or maybe right. three and it's fine. <laughs> and if that's your only experience before. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Right. No you, wonder, you don't see all the prep work that they did the day before the shoot and then the morning of to get stretched out. And, and 10 like years before and... loosening up gradually <laughs> through like, no wonder someone who had an above average dick said, oh, you can take more than you are saying like, because, and then I was like, oh, I guess he's right because I just assume that's what you needed to be as a bottom. Yeah. And you know, you, you think that you need to like, what's the right level of there's a little bit of discomfort. Like there should be some discomfort that's expected. That's normal, but not pain. Yeah. We don't teach people how to have anal sex. And so we don't know where those lines are. I don't, I didn't know what those, where those lines are. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I still barely know where those lines are. And I've (laughs) gotten taken so much dick. So like (laughs) nose blasting needs to be on the curriculum, you know? You just start slow and hold your breath (laughs) at first. I, yeah, completely think the Me Too movement is important. I think the Aziz Ansari story is important. And similarly in the gay community, we need to have our own 
kind of version of the Me Too movement. The He Too movement. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's all for this mini episode. It was mini. It was mini. It was an episode. And it was kind of gayish. Yeah. So remember to the three R's rate, review, and describe. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. And be butch, be fabulous, stay out of the cold water.